Welcome everybody to another episode of me, myself, and I'm Joey G, Bad Bussy, all the important things. I'm joined by one of the most gorgeous people I know. <laughs> and genuinely, like, not even just like, oh, like she's gorgeous outside and into, but like her and I've been chatting from time to time when I see her out, and I'm like, I love them so much. Such a warm personality. Aww. Always good to talk to. And then really pretty and talented on top of it. So we have Apollo joining the show. Hello. Hey, everybody. I'm Apollo. Welcome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Of course. Thank you for coming. We've been planning this for a long time now. Yeah, it's been a minute. Maybe since like the fall. Like it's the end of winterish now. Like it's March now. So yeah. I want to say like October. I think we actually kind of like met. Yeah, yeah I think so. It was like October because my birthday was around that time. And so I remember. That's going right. To Playhouse, you know, the formal conversation. So yeah, it's been yeah. a minute, but here we are. Here we are. We had a good convo at Playhouse. It was great. That's why I was like, we have to do this. I think it'd be like I was chatting, and you're like, I'm apologizing if I'm like chatting too much. <laughs> I'm like, you were talking to the right person. I'm completely sober, and I'm here to just chat and like Gag. talk your ear off. So because I wasn't. <laughs> hey, whatever you're talking about, I <sighs> was loving it. But yeah, I'm really happy to have you here, and I'm happy that you're a part of like nightlife. You know, not even yeah. that I'm some ambassador, like I'm the one to claim that. But when I look at the places that I go out to and I see her there, I'm like, I'm glad you're there. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I didn't expect to really be doing nightlife in general. Mm -hmm. It was unexpected. So, I mean, I moved here uh, two years ago. And kind of my first year, my first summer is when I started like dancing at, you know, Q Club and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so I got more integrated into the scene and stuff like that. And so I kind of just enjoyed the community aspect of like nightlife, you know, there's some positives and there's some negatives sometimes to, to, you know, it being so, you know, high energy and consistent going out and, you know, drinking and blah, blah. But mm -hmm. to me, there's such a, a huge communal aspect about it that I really enjoyed. And so I engaged myself more and got into, you know, hosting. And now I'm like doing, you know, even more queer things, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I just want to have this very big ass queer life and kind of owe it to like nightlife for opening that door because... Who knows, I could have been, you know, doing some corporate, you know, thing where I'm miserable, which right. I mean, I still do a little bit of corporate stuff, but like, I'm not, you know, doing like consulting where I'm like working weekends Nine to five blah. cubicle. Yeah. Yeah. I want more, you know, I like to be more enjoyable and more fun. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I saw this one tweet today. It was like a TikTok video or something. And they were like, make what you do during the weekday so great that you don't use the weekends as an escape from your real life during the weekdays. And I was like. Tea. Tea. That's a really good point. Tea. I don't know, but then the, the weekend's kind of like a present, like a gift you get to enjoy. And like, I feel yeah. like you should indulge yourself in the weekend. You know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Did you come to New York with the goal of going into nightlife or did you have other plans and then nightlife kind of came in? No, not at all. So the gag is, is that, you know, I was, was a dancer. I toured with the company for six mm -hmm. years. And so I moved here to focus on that and to do Broadway. And, you know, I got lots of gigs, you know, I was going to be on, on a few productions, but I just realized I was like, you know what, I want to do like a little bit more than just, you know, being on the stage and in the schedule. I think more so it was a schedule mm -hmm. because I graduated during, you know, COVID. So like whenever I was like at the peak of like me beginning to be in my 20s, um, COVID kind of happened and I like didn't get to see anyone I knew for like two years. And so I was moving here with the, you know, the expectation of doing that. But then I was like, I want to just have fun, you know, and with the schedule that Broadway can be, it's really, really time consuming. And it's a lot of like, you know, self-control with, you know, just the scheduling of the dancer. And mm -hmm. I don't know, I want to do a little bit more than just, you know, working so hard. Kind of want to work smarter. Yeah. Not that working on Broadway is not working smarter. No, just I Just for myself, though. It's like, yeah. I don't want to like work too hard. I kind of just want things to be. Yeah, it's like having enjoyable. your own autonomy over like your work, your life, how you feel about work and how you feel about your life, all that stuff, which like when you're working for something else could kind of be overwhelming after a while, mm -hmm. you know, especially something demanding like Broadway. Like I bet weeks after weeks you are just like all I'm doing is just going from one place to another and I'm not. Yeah. You know, and what am I doing? Yeah. What was that? And, so, and the vacations, too. It's like you kind of hardly don't really get vacations like that. Mm hmm. So, I don't know. So, what was it that made you want to get into nightlife? Was it just like a few nights out where you were like, hmm, this is nice? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I think so. I was like, hmm, this is kind of nice. But, like, I met, you know, my best friend Ahmad, you know, we were both go go dancing. Mm -hmm. and, like, I just met, like, a, a lot of essential people in my life that, like, opened lots of doors throughout nightlife. And, 
you know, that's definitely, you know, navigating to my personal life where I meet these people outside the club, mm -hmm. which is also important too, is that I'm very lucky to have friends that I met in the club that I hang out outside of the club. So it's not just, you know, how, you know, people can say, oh, you know, yes. club friends. Because that is true. People have club friends and you have real life friends. Exactly. So, it's the same like, thing as like your work friends or like your friends that you go to class with. Like when you could actually talk to those people outside the establishment that like you met them in, that's when you know that they're a real one. Mm -hmm. You know, so who have been some of your like best club friends that like have made it outside yeah. The club, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure most of y'all know, you know, Saint Amad, love, um, love Nick. He goes by Phil Nick. Also, uh, Sirenara, um, Mackenzie, um, Johnny, um, Kishan, Tyler, Jackson. A lot of people. A lot of people. <laughs> like, but that's like, good though. Yeah, like I had this on um, this birthday, uh, like house event. So I had like a birthday like brunch thing because mm. I don't want to do like brunch tabs. I was like, there's a lot of you people that are gonna come. I don't yeah. want to split the tab. Blah blah blah. So I was like, fuck it gonna have a brunch at my house you know bring your own dishes That's and my house is like flooded like all the people that i met in the club and just i was gagged so if i didn't so list you on nice there i'm sorry <laughs> i promise you i'm thinking about you but um i was gagged it was just like yeah it was my first year here too i first moved here and i really wasn't like in my life like that like that i was mm. still doing some stuff but i guess you know there's the connections that i made it it Worked itself out to her. Jesus, my apartment, it was hot. We had to open the windows. That's when you know you're having a good <laughs> apartment soiree of like, oh shit, it's actually getting hot in here and it's, you know, fall. It's, it's October. Like, mm -hmm. that's when you know you're having a good house party, gathering, Friendsgiving. Yeah, yeah. All of it. But also, you know, you remind me of something too, you know, with going back to like Broadway and, and moving mm -hmm. here and stuff like that. What also getting in that life, what I realized too was that, you know, I love artistry. I love the creative aspect mm -hmm. of, you know, giving someone an experience. And so that kind of was what I used the template to navigating my own nightlife journey. Yeah. So I knew that, you know, with not wanting to do Broadway anymore, there was still some kind of creative aspect I could put into nightlife where it's kind of still fulfilling that kind of creative part of myself. Absolutely. Because realistically, parties are experiences. And when you're creating a party, you're creating, you know, you gotta have your host, your dancers, your music choices, yeah. certain moments where you wanna have this song or this kind of music or what do you wanna integrate, you know, visually. Mm -hmm. So. There's so many creative aspects I realized, and I was like, oh, well, to me, I guess, you know, it, it's easy to be creative. And so I was like, fuck yep. it, let's just do that. So that's the thing. It's like putting, you know, like there's putting a Broadway show together, there's all the elements that go into that script, score, scenes, similar to nightlife, too. You know what I mean? Just like you said, all the elements that go into it, like that still kind of feeds like that creative spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You so know? I, I also be creative. That's kind of honestly how what I, what I do in my life is just be as creative as possible. Yeah, and so. I think now, like especially our generation, you're 25, are we same age? I mean, you're younger. Oh, <laughs> oh so I'm granny oh. here. Okay, love it, wow. Mm. But yeah, so our, we'll say our generation, like our generation of people, like I feel like we all don't wanna be one thing, whereas like our parents are, you know, even people like a little bit older than us, like they all, could have one thing that's in their bio or mm -hmm. one name or like one position that's in their LinkedIn, for instance. Whereas like, mm -hmm. we kind of just want to do everything. everything, you know, like this isn't all that I want to do. I want to do this, but I also want to do writing. And the, then, you know, nightlife too. Like we just are kind of like a generation of like multi hyphenates in a way, mm -hmm. which I really love about us. No, I love, I love, you know, Gen Z, you know, at some, at some moments, but right, I, I kind of right. call us like the, the Renaissance generation because we're so talented in so many things. Like, Mm -hmm. Like Renaissance children, thanks Beyonce. Yeah, but um, exactly. you know, like most for myself, you know, I dance, acting, you know, I write, I've written several books, um, I do a lot of influencing and stuff like that. It's just mm -hmm. like different tasks and different talents that you know makes it fun and life worthwhile. Yeah, and that's the thing because it's like just keeping what you do diverse makes life worthwhile, which is what I realized. Like I was at the radio station I was working at, and that was cool, but mm -hmm. it kind of became monotonous after a while, and I was just like, okay, like everything that I loved now just turned into kind of work in a way, yeah. whereas now I'm realizing, I'm like, oh, nightlife could be work, podcasting could be work, like you could get paid from anything. <laughs> right, right. As long as you're good at it, you love it, and you're professional, and you're nice to people, mm -hmm. you could get paid for anything you do, so why not try to do as many of those things as possible? Hustling, baby, hustling. That's really checks. what it is, honestly. Yes. And it's like, for me and like my own journey, like it's the whole hustle, like it's worth the risk of inconsistency in a way, because mm -hmm. I know I'm not inconsistent. 
if that Same. makes sense. You know yeah. what I mean? Whereas yeah. like if we were to do like the nine to five job thing, of course that comes with its like struggles and whatnot, but like, you know, everything is so guaranteed. Like you have your benefits, your vacation mm-hmm. days, you know, you get paid bi-weekly, such and such. Whereas like when you're just kind of going from gig to next gig, there might be some weeks where it's a little rough than others, mm-hmm. but I find it so much more fulfilling. No, I feel that. I feel that too. And, and like I said, I work a nine to five too. So you can imagine like working nightlife with those late nights and early mornings. It's a lot of like mm-hmm. scheduling and like logistics of like, okay, I'm going to bed this time. Got to be up at this time. I can't do yep. this and that. I can't you know, drink this much. I, I, and I can go out sometimes and be sober and socialize. That's another thing too. Yeah. That's totally okay to do. But, um, that hustling kind of you know mentality too with the with the nine to five is can be a lot some days. Yeah, and it does leave you drained. I felt like that the other week. I was like, I'm so tired and so sad, you know. And it's like, because I you know my boyfriend's across the country and my best friend's over Aww. here in Miami for three weeks and I, I can't Damn. see anybody. So it's like that kind of exhaustion. It was like, yeah, I felt it, you know. Yeah, that's the thing. Like. I'm sorry to know that. No, okay. I was like, damn. <laughs> it, no, it has. No, what Where's happens? Where's your boyfriend? You know? uh, he's in San Francisco right now. San Francisco. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, yeah, he'll, he'll be back. You know, when it's warmer. He's bi coastal. Oh, that's so, so nice. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be bi coastal? Uh, yeah. I want, I want, hell yeah. Why not? I want multiple Same. houses. I want to have one here. I want to have one across the country. Same. I mean, like, yes. Why not? Like, you, you can have it all. Same. That's the thing. I think you and I are in the same way where it's like, we just don't want to stay in one place for the whole time. Like, love New York. It's great and everything, but I don't want to be here the whole year. Yeah. Cause, cause it, it, honey. Weather too. It wasn't that bad of a winter this year, but I, when I moved two years ago, I moved here. It was like 24 inches, I think, right? It, it snowed no. that much. It was crazy, but it was super, super, it's been super, super cold. Um, years past, and I was like, "Bitch, how do people do it here all year round?" Like, yeah. I get it why some girls leave in the winter. I get it, you know. Oh my gosh, I but, would um, be that girl. This year, this winter actually wasn't that bad. Surprisingly, it was pretty warm most weeks. Yeah, today was really cute. I was going to grab coffee, and I was just like, oh. "All I need is this little light <laughs> jacket." Oh, it's so nice. See, I can't wait to go out and go clubbing when it's hot outside. I miss that. Like, I hate people that are like. I love winter. Like, you could dress so much better. I'm like, girl, right. you're just not dressing good Stop enough. Stop lying to yourself, bitch. That's what I'm saying. They're like, I love wearing layers. I'm like, that's so boring. Like, summer is fun. You just wear nothing and you make mm-hmm. it hot. We were just talking about that before we started filming. Like, go to Rainbow, grab something, mm-hmm. cut some of it out, and there you go. There's your outfit for the night, and it's probably going to be hot. Like, I love that shit. No, it's the best. It's the best. And uh, New York in the summertime is like, magical oh my like, gosh my favorite moments so are like the simple ones where like you know all the gays go to central park you know yes. on sundays you know and it's like in our bathing suits kicking whatever yes. and just like simple like just rooftops and pre games before you know like tight tea and stuff like that you know i remember doing that um two years ago when i first moved was mm-hmm. those pre games on the rooftops and it was great you know I just love. existing and seeing the city in the background that's what it is. It's like those weekends where it's like Friday's the going out weekend for sure. Or like mm-hmm. Friday's the going out night. Well, and Thursday Sat- even. Thursday Thursday is gay Friday. Thursday See, is I gay need Friday. to, now I'm just now getting, <laughs> I mean, I'm going out tonight. Like I'm literally just now getting back into Thursdays because when I was in morning radio, like it was not like in my cards at all to be going out on a Thursday. Whereas morning, now I'm yeah. starting to experience it. Oh my gosh. It's so great. But I love those weekends. And then Sunday's like the recovery day where like you go to brunch or something or, you know, you have the park day. Everyone's like half alive. Right, exactly. People are like half alive or not, but it's like we still made it to the park. Nonetheless, maybe some of us are hungover. It's completely fine. Mm -hmm. It's about the fantasy. It's about being with each other. That's so fun. Yeah, community. Like I said, early community. It's it's the best part about it. Yeah, it just feels so endless in the summer. That's what Mm -hmm. I love about it. Whereas like winter, like you leave the club like at 3.34 and you're like, no after. It's time to go home. (laughs) Right, girl. Cut the afters. You know, I learned, you know, How to keep going out so much is to cut the afters, bitch. <laughs> like, don't don't do the afters. Uh, and see, that's the thing. Like, I love an afters, but like, I need to know that it's gonna be fun. Like, I don't want to waste my time. Like, take a few stops on the train farther where my house is mm. to go, and then you pull up somewhere and you're just like, mm. like, have you ever been to like a shitty afters and you're just like, mm. I have. I have a PSA too. If you go to an afters <laughs> as, as a guest, uh, please bring something. <laughs> yeah, you know, absolutely. Girls would be going to afters. I'm like, girl, with no drinks, no white claws, just sitting there looking at each other. I said, so what? What are we doing? Yeah, that's not ladylike. <laughs> and if I'm hosting, I'm not bringing nothing. No, girl, I'm hosting the, the afters. <laughs> I'm giving y'all my space, my home for you to frequent. Like, bring something. Yes, yes. So bring something. 
Yeah, I love nafters. <laughs> I miss house parties, though, I will say. Like, house parties are fun. Like, apartment parties are a good time. Like, whenever people throw, like, birthday parties, you get, like, the little invite link, and it's their house. I'm yes. like, yeah, bitch, you're about to have a good fucking time. Yes. I yes. love apartment parties. They're the best. They're literally the best. Like, we, me and a mob were talking. We were like, okay. He was hoping it, was, it would snow, and I was like, please don't snow. But he's like, oh, my God, if it snows, we can have, like, a little house party. I was like, honestly, house parties give when you have like your close circle snowed in. No, that's a really good idea. And that's a cute theme for a party too. Just like snowed in, everybody comes in like their winter, like furry realness. That would be hot. Honestly, you watch a movie or whatever, like have a big like movie night or something. Maybe next winter. It's, mm-hmm. it's, almost, it's spring now. It's, it's yeah, now we're going outside. Yeah, yeah house we, parties, we'll, we'll see y'all later. Yeah, but. Don't know if I want to know uh, winter parties or uh, movie nights any, anytime soon. So, you know. Yeah, I love Maybe house next party. winter. There's like a certain type of like chaos in a way that like filters through the air when it's a house party, or at least that's the ones that I've been to. Mm. I don't know what it is about it. Maybe people feel safer to be themselves or kind of act out a little bit because they're indoors or not in like mm-hmm. an actual establishment. Granted, I still behave myself like a lady wherever I go because you know. Me as me as well. Exactly. Demi-composed <laughs> ladies. But like there's just something fun about a house party that I love. I really love house party. Coming soon then. House the Bad party. Bussy House Party summer experience. I'm ready. Let's go, baby. I would love to. And honestly, even when the apartments are small, that makes it fun because everybody has to interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Of course, not a four by four. I don't want to be partying in your bathroom. But like <sighs> when it's a tight little apartment, there's just enough room. That's fun. And that's the best place to meet guys, too. At really? least in my experience. Yeah, because in your experience, bitch. <laughs> I mean, granted, I haven't bagged any of them, but like, you know, it worked at a certain point. At a certain point in life, you know, it you know, it birthed great situationships. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, the little like bump into, you know, an oomphy at the party, and you're like, wait, do we? Yeah. That whole thing. And then, you know, next yeah, week you're yeah. fucking or something. <laughs> That's my fantasy. But mm. no, I met some great guys oh, on Fire Island, actually. Too. That's where I met um, my boyfriend. Really? Yeah. Was that? Was that? A, um, was that the underwear party? I was go go dancing my first summer here, Aww. and I saw him across the room, and I was like, "Oh my god, you're so handsome." At the time, though, he had a boyfriend. <laughs> that mm. was a gag. <laughs> but um, you know, here we are. You know, interesting. A year and a half. Yeah, later. So then, who reached back out to who? Who rekindled? We just stayed connected for a long time, and we hung out. You know. <laughs> uh-huh. And when you found out, you're like, let's get to business girls. Well, mm. I can go on and on about the actual story, but it was kind of unexpected. I didn't really expect to be dating anybody at the moment. Um, but, um, you know, I just told him how I felt, and here we are. Oh, that's really yeah. cute. I won't go into detail yet, but. Yeah, <laughs> save it for the memoir. Yeah, the, the memoir. memoir, the Apollo yeah. documentary, all of it. Yeah. I love that. How do you feel about like having a relationship in the city, especially in the spaces that we frequent? Mm. and whatnot because there's so many different types of like relationship styles now too there's like open relationships and that's a whole other spectrum like some are like half open some mm-hmm. are not yeah well to, to each his own with this statement but exactly you know there's like sayings where you have to love yourself first before you you know you get into relationships mm-hmm. that is you know it depends on you know the person but for myself i wanted to understand you know my emotional intelligence my emotional needs what aspects of myself that i could grow emotionally physically mentally all those aspects and so I spent time when I first moved here like being like, okay, let me just read some books, study, you know? Yeah. What do I like? What, I, what do I not like? You know, um, am I into open? Am I not into open? You know, what are certain behaviors that I think are cool or not cool? So yeah. I knew those about myself before I'd even started dating guys. And so there was a lot of guys I went out with that I knew didn't have very good emotional intelligence. And so I didn't want to be someone's mm. experiment or deal with a lot of like arguments. And I had experiences with guys where Ooh. they didn't know themselves and it, it, they would say, mean things to me and it was like I didn't want to experience that and so I know when I met my boyfriend um, he knew a lot about himself emotionally as well so it kind of just clicked we get conversations you know about you know all about what's that bell hooks book all about love yeah we read we read that together and we talked about it oh that's so cute wait a couple reading club wait that's really cute yeah yeah that's really he reads a lot too he actually inspires me to read a lot which I did not do a lot Um, not that girl for reading you have to relearn, relearn how to do it you know, when you don't do it for a long time. I haven't really read a lot of books since college, and that wasn't too long ago. But, um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of retraining. Yeah, I just get distracted. This like, thing this thing right here. <laughs> see, it's, it's that, but I'm also, like, I'll be on the first line, and then somehow I ended up on the 12th line of the page, and I'm like, wait, I feel like I missed something. 
and my eyes are just skipping and going all over the place. Who knows? Maybe it's some type of undiagnosed shit. But girl, <laughs> like all of us, honestly, at right, this point, right at this point, child, everyone got something. No, genuinely, even going out and stuff like that. Like I was at, um, where is it? Three dollar bill for Julie J's stand up NYC. So good. I, I'm so sad I missed it. But her, that is incredible that she did that. It was legendary. Shout out. Like I saw that it was Shout being put together. Jay. Shout out. Right. Gave. Um, I saw the videos. It's just incredible. I saw her do her performance at Bushwig, and she had that on this like you know black and white costume, and she's doing like you know Michael Scream. Jackson. It was so uh, good. So mad props. <laughs> I love Julie. That whole night was so legendary. Like even after I pulled her aside, I was like, "You've always been a legend in my heart," but like this shit made you a fucking legend. Fucking like legend. you legendary. did that shit, and she's just like, "I need a moment." But even at that, I was so like, there were so many people where I was like, "Where do I?" put like my head and like how do I like assimilate to my environment and whatnot but that's a whole undiagnosed ADD mm -hmm. rant that I'm about to go on that I need to save for the memoir yeah but but that's the big thing that's a big thing about you know being queer in New York City is like it is such a communal or it's such a community like mm -hmm. there's nowhere else like it to be honest and there that's really why I, I'm like you know New York I love New York so much and I you know I see myself being here for a really really long time and you know, when you think about other cities like LA or like you know DC or, or Miami, like there just isn't anything like this. Yeah, you know? I agree. Are you an LA girl? No, I'm, I'm not, not really. I, I like San Francisco. San it's Francisco cute. looks so cute. Yeah, it's it's very cute. You know, it's not as big as New York at all. Like I said, mm -hmm. we're so spoiled here in New York yeah. in so many aspects. I know. I know we have the shitty rent and small apartments, but that that all evens out when you're, when you're outside of it doing X Y Z. Exactly. But um. Yeah, I mean, San Francisco is heat up. I could totally see myself buying a house there and like just going back and forth. Mm -hmm. But that rent's expensive too. <laughs> it's like, yeah, when everywhere. will the rent go down, honey? Like, Never. Joe Never. Biden, waiting on you. Wake up, do something, but something. Yeah, that's the thing. LA, I've never, like, I've never been, so I don't want to judge it yet, but like, it just never, I don't think I'll be the right fit for LA, no. which is cool because that means it's for somebody. That somebody just is not me. Mm -hmm. No, I, yeah, it is. There's some aspect about it, and sorry, LA gays, if you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> it, it doesn't feel like authentic to me. It feels like, you know, I don't know, forced. And that's yeah. just my own personal experience with my interactions with people. Mm. I'm totally down to have my opinion changed. But, um, you know, that's what I enjoy about being here. It's, it's so different, and like the drag is so widespread with different ways of doing it. Completely. You have your comedy queens, you have your look queens, your fashion girls. Like, it's just. So much, you know, or so many options here with That's people too. Exactly. New York is such a like nuanced city. I feel like it all kind of brings us together. Like all the shit that you're naming that people like hate about New York, like the fucking like trains, the rats, like the expensive rent. And, like in a way that all kind of brings us together because we've all been through the same shit. Not the rats. Leave them out of this. Yeah, but please, it's please, like, rat. yeah, please. I we don't need them. Oh but like you know, it's like. Like, if we run into each other at the club, like, we probably had the same day that involved, like, waiting hella long for the train. It was mm -hmm. hot in the subway. Like, just all the shit that people that live here deal with on the daily. So, yeah. I don't know. Bring some type of, like, kinship in a way. And but that, also, LA that. has the traffic, too. Sorry. LA Oof. has the traffic. And I can't. Atlanta does, too. Sorry if I cut you off. Oh, um, no, you're fine. No. DC does, too. Oof. I'm from DC originally. And oh DC God. traffic, every time I get back, it gets worse and worse and worse. And I'm just like, okay. And the gas money, too. You have gas. You have cars. Like, that's the thing about, like, people say about, you know, anywhere else I'm like girl you have like car insurance car payments you have you know gas girl, and that's times four or you know, times five yes car insurance is crazy expensive. oh I know I lived in Miami I went to school in Miami and I had a car down there mm. bad bad decision I mean I know their choice but like that shit was so expensive yeah. for no reason like and I never want to spend the same that. prices here too you know that's the thing I never want to spend that type of money again but Back to go-go dancing. Mm -hmm. yeah. How'd you get into that? Like, I know you said, like, you've had, like, a performing background, but, like, what was your first go-go gig? And, like, how does, like, for even for people that are listening that want to get involved, it's, like, mm -hmm. do you literally go to a club and be, like, do y'all have open nights? Like, how does that work, and how did it work in your favor and your story? Yeah, no, um, I just um, reached out. I had a friend that I met. I'm not sure who, who put me on, but it was someone that I met in Fire Island. Um, but they told me to talk to, you know, Xavier Blanco, you know, Love. shout out, NYC Dominicano. Um, yeah, he put me on and got me the gig, and, you know, the rest was history. Um, I wanted to be in a space and kind of be, like, sexually expressive. I, I've always enjoyed, you know, being liberated with my body and, and having mm -hmm. fun. And, you know, because growing up in the South, you know, I never experienced something like this. You know, it's kind of a gag that I did end up doing go-go dancing because 
put it on Instagram. I'm sure my friends at home were like, oh my God, he's gone off the deep end. He's a slut. Uh-huh. A he's a stripper. <laughs> like, and it's like, even stripper, if right. he were a stripper. Yeah, with stripping stripper. and go dancing are two different things, just in my Exactly. Know, and we still thing. love stripping. Like. Yes, we support it, baby. But, you know. Um, so, yeah, I just want to be somewhere, you know, my ass <laughs> hanging out, you know, jiggling a little jiggle, you know. Uh huh. Being in a club with hot, sweaty men, you know. I'm, I'm gay. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> No, that's <laughs> yeah. the thing. Like, we're here. We might as fucking yes. well. Yes. Uh, Gosh. I was single too. So I was like, you know, let's give it, baby. Let's go, girl. <laughs> and in the summer too, no rules, baby. No, no rules. rules. And I came at a really like big time because that was after you know that COVID started kind of ending. You know, a lot of clubs opened up, and like Oof. I said, a few clubs opened up. You know, Hush was new a few months later. Um, a lot of new spaces were opening. That was a time. So it was like, woo, packed boots. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I met a lot of good connections throughout that stuff. So. Yeah, if you want to get into it, just reach out to you know your local bars and clubs and say, hey, I'm interested, and mm-hmm. you know, just have a conversation. That's a lot. A lot of things too is like, you should just ask sometimes. Yep. The worst you could get is a no. Yeah, just ask. I mean, that's how a lot of people get gigs, and, and celebrities do things. They just ask. I mm-hmm. mean, think about most of his collaborations that are coming out now was a simple conversation, where you know you say, hey, let's do this song together. Exactly. Boom. Most you of these know? girls have their booking emails in their Instagrams and stuff like that anyways, or just DM them. Yeah. Ask yeah, them, chat with them in person. Yeah, the whole like shy, like, oh, like, I'm going to wait for them to ask me. It's like, well, no. bitch, XYZ has a thousand things going on in their lives. I know for myself, I'm like, nine to five, this podcast, got to go to this, this birthday party, this thing. Book, this exactly. You know, so it's like, I'm not thinking about, you, you know, this one individual person. There's like, what, 11 right. million in this city? I'm exactly. a girl. <laughs> exactly. And that's nothing personal towards them, but that just means like you have so much going on in your own life, you know, mm-hmm. where some people take that personal and let that affect them and their success. And it's like, no diva. Mm-hmm. Help me out. And reach out. Help me. I'm like, shit, you know, just ask. Um, exactly. And exactly. the business can be so exhausting sometimes too. I know we just talked about that earlier, but woo, there's some thrill in it. You know, like the next day, the next thing, grab a little purse, hop on the train, mm-hmm. Uber this place, dysfunction, you know, so there's, there's some fun in that. Yeah. I enjoy it. What's been like your favorite night out that you could remember so far being in New York, or at least some of your most memorable few? Hmm. Try to think. I have so many parties that I like, but like the ones that I really get into are like the warehouse parties in Brooklyn. Okay, yeah. When it's like, you know, just me and, and some fucking mm-hmm. like starter shorts or Nike shorts. Shirt off, you know, just whatever, like just giving it. And it's like everyone's just chilling, like, you know, girls in the bikini tops, you know, like it's a whole vibe. It's mixed. And, you know, I went to this one rave. What was it called? Oh, it starts with an M. I forgot it. But it's in Brooklyn. Um, It was a great time. And also, I love horse meat disco as well, which, you know, is this weekend. I love hosting that. I still need to go. I've never been. Oh, I love it so much. I love it so much. But um, that's another great experience, too. It's just in a warehouse, dancing to some nostalgic music. Which I just love vintage shit. You know, I love dis- disco and the history behind it. You know, I was playing mm-hmm. um, Sylvester today. Uh, you make me feel, which is I- iconic, but it's just, it's just like so much like community with the way like yes. music brings us together in the city. So yes. those parties, especially, have been such a good experience and my favorite times. So yeah, warehouse, warehouse parties over you know any bars most of the time. Have you been to basement? Oh yes, I love it. Basement is fun. I went for the first time last weekend. Which which night? Which which which, which party was it? I'm trying to remember which one it is. Let me find it in my phone. Basically, has been kind of exposed though with TikTok. You has know, it really? So oh no, they've it. gotten a hold oh, of God, it. God, I know. It's, I'm so sad about it. Well, oh, and, uh, no. Hopefully, it feeds out. But like, there's people who just go in there. You know, they're they're black leather jackets with their sunglasses on, like like just standing mm. there awkwardly. And basement is a very liberated place. And very very liberated it's very, very large a lot a lot of cracks and crevices and it's, it's a great experience you know Lots for anybody crack. it's not just about gays it's just about being liberated and so if you go there with you know your fake leather jacket you know with your chelsea ch- boots chelsea boots i'm like girl uh, go home yeah. <laughs> and if so shed it off check that code and even though you'll be in the line till five in the morning waiting right. for it but nonetheless like let loose this is that let type loose. of place it's not about being on tiktok i, I I love, love and hate TikTok for these reasons because there's been so many incredible spaces that have been kind of like ruined in a sense yes. because like everyone knows uh-huh. about it. So there's like, there's some enjoyment with things being, you know, shh, you know. Yeah, so. I agree. I loved Basement. It was also this party too. Ooh, I haven't been to this one. This one was cute. I'm trying to remember who was on the line. I've heard of Mike Cerrito, but I haven't heard it of it. It was so 791. Yeah, it gets pretty big. Yeah, it's very ravey and like 
dark lights and just fun. I loved it. And that's the thing. Like for me, musically, like I dance too. And I like something that I could genuinely like dance to, not just like mindlessly like bop to. And so I was like, okay, how's the music going to be? Like I wanted to be like a music nerd about it and be like, how's it going to be? But then right. I got there and first of all, there's so many different rooms. So you're going to find something that you like mm-hmm. regardless. And like what you said, where it's just like, lights down everyone just kind of goes there and you feel the sense of comfortability because no one's necessarily paying attention to the next person unless if it's like their friend or maybe like they want to talk to somebody it's always a good thing if anything there's Mm -hmm. never really any bad interactions there because people are just there to kind of like let out whatever steam they needed Mm -hmm. to and that's just by dancing that's what i got instantly in the first five minutes i was there once i got to the floor i'm like people are just fucking dancing no phones no nothing I yes, love it. The no phones part is the best part. I love no it. Phones. Like I hate when I see like the phone glare of somebody's screen like in the club because I'm like, why? Especially if a good song is on too. I'm Not like, why moment. are we doing that? Mm. You know? And if it's like a, a quick text, I get it. But like, you know, right. like, there's some people who like will be posting stories or like when I'm like dancing, like videotape me, and it's like, come on now, like just be in the moment, you know? Yeah. We went through a whole two two years in the house. That's what I'm saying. Like I I'm never Ugh, like I mean shout out to everybody but like when people do like the pull the phone out at the club like it's fine you know once or twice or whatever like you know make sure you get your friends like cute outfit on your story and everything mm-hmm. but like there's those people and you know those people yeah, that are like stop. chronic like story uploads from the club mm-hmm. flashes on all you could see the is the flash fucking smoke. oh my god that is the worst girl the flash when you're like dancing or when you go get dancing sometimes yes. too and it's like Literally, someone's flashes on you. And I'm like, I feel like I'm being like, <laughs> weird. like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like a very unflattering spotlight because you look good under any light. But it's like that flash is just like, mm, you just we'll see the smoke. You out, exactly. <laughs> and it, especially you see like the fucking like steam and everything. I'm like, it just looks stinky and gross in here, which like it probably is in some corners of this place. But like, I don't want that in my fucking video of me twirling and dancing because mm-hmm. I probably smell amazing. But then what you do with the video, though, that's the, that's the thing about how I feel about it. Is I'm like, mm. what, what are you doing with it? Because I'm like, if it's a me on yeah. the pole, I'm like, what are you doing with the video, girl? Like, <laughs> Yeah, just watch and experience it for you. Like, screen record in your head, baby. Like, mm. not actually record it. Yeah, because like, how many times do you go back and watch those videos when you record in the club? Hardly ever. Ever. So there's no point. <laughs> ever. Unless if, like, somebody's, like, performing or it's, like, a spectacle or something mm. major happening. But other than that, like, it's just people dancing. I'm like, all right, girl, like. You could just replay that memory in your head, babe. Yeah, that's the one thing about our generation. I wish it's just more in the moment. Yeah. More in the moment. I I love how much technology has advanced and you have TikTok and it has, you know, opened up some, you know, doors for people. Yeah. But I just want to be in the moment. And I don't know. And that's kind of a 50-50 feeling because I do see, you know, people being more in the moment post-COVID. But yeah, just the no phones thing is just, please. No phones. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, there's so much going on. Like, how do you have the time to just like Literally. scroll? Like you said, like a quick text, whatever, quick, like poster picture, cute, fine, whatever. But I'm like, girl, I came out because I want to be out. I don't mm-hmm. want to be on my phone. Like to me, my phone means work now at this point. So if I'm yeah. on my phone, it has to do with work. I'm at basement. I don't think about work. I don't think about my phone. True. That's that's the gag too. Is you that, know, that's that's how everyone feels too. I've never seen people be out this much ever before. Yeah. Um, which is you know because post COVID and stuff like that, right. you know, people want to go out and have fun, and so that's the vibe. People want to let loose from work, and like Beyonce said, I'm gonna quit my job. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, release your job, all that. Release your job, you know. I really listen to her, and I release myself from my job, and I'm like, oh. Yeah. On that verge. <laughs> and then she announced the Renaissance tickets, and I'm just like, oh, okay, maybe I should have thought about this a few times before I released my job, but... Right. When, we'll grow the visuals. We're waiting, baby. We're it's still... Fine. I'll, be, I'll be patient. I'm in pa- I'll be patient. You know, good things come to those who wait. Yeah, I know she has something under her sleeve. She always does. Yeah. Like, she's just not doing... Like, she's not releasing it for no reason. Mm-hmm. But you I think know? it's to stay, to stay relevant, to keep us on our toes, because, like, well, I feel like... My thesis is that when the tour gets here, it's going to drop either like a month before the Ooh. first tour night it'll drop just because like it'll keep the album rel- rel- relevant, yeah. for, you know, a long time because, you know, it came out last year on July 29th and if she had dropped the visuals any, any later, you know, in, in December, then it eventually people would be like, okay, you know, yeah. kind of forget about it. It's kind of a marketing strategy, I feel like. Yeah, because I then agree. Because it's like you're waiting till the last second drop, you stay relevant until the, really the rest of the year mm-hmm. with the tour. So You know what would be really cute? I just thought of this concept like if she doesn't have any opening acts planned she should screen 
the visuals every night as the opening act. Because then people are also getting in their seats earlier because they want to see the visuals, especially like on big projectors. Like you make it a moment. It's almost like a viewing party for the visuals. Yeah, It yeah, pre-games yeah. you while you're there. So then when nine o'clock hits and Beyonce's coming mm-hmm. on stage, you're like, oh, I'm fucking ready to see this shit now. I'm ready for these visuals. And I, I, that would make sense. But also I feel like it'll be a film. Like that's maybe, what I'm saying. Theaters yeah. or HBO. I don't know. Like, Ooh. Oh my God. Like going lemonade? to the theaters to see a Hell yes. Oh my God. That would be so good. I mean, well, either that or like, you <sighs> know, probably like HBO or, or a streaming service, you know, would do that. That would be hot. I would probably love make the most sense. Probably, probably streaming because like everything, everything is streaming now. And you know, with yeah, money. I want so, Beyonce at the box office. So that's a really good idea of yours. We never know. We'll see. That would be hot. She's crashed everything else. The internet, Ticketmaster, <laughs> box office next. Yes. Yes. That would take a master. That's another strange thing that's going on. And why this? I love Beyonce, and I know they're they're very expensive ass tickets. But like, there's so many tours happening this summer, and everyone's tickets are so expensive. And those those fees are the craziest part because it's like, okay, this ticket's two fifty, fees three fifty. You know, (laughs) and two fifty for what kind of seat? Because a lot of these shows I'm looking at, they're like, okay, nosebleed starting at two fifty. I'm like, oh my god, shouldn't comma be between the two and the five, not at the end? Like that's. It's a little too much for this. Ticketmaster has been a mess this so year. That investigation, we'll see. I hope the Swifties sue them down. Because I don't know, it's crazy why it costs that much. Like when I saw Dua, I, even when I saw Dua Lipa in was it last year? Where'd you see her at? I saw her at a MSG, but um, that was like three hundred dollars, and I had nosebleeds. I had no idea. I couldn't see what. Her. Yes, my friend bought it. So I didn't even know, but it's like three hundred dollars. For nosebleeds. Yeah. And like, we love Dua. I saw that show, show too. She was fantastic. Mm-hmm. But 300? That's yeah. crazy. And they'll be like, resale. I'm like, who's the reseller? I would like to have a word with them because I don't yeah. know who this is. Like, because Ticketmaster is posting. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, is it you all just bringing these prices up for no reason? That Dua show was great. Yeah, no, the outfit's gay. The Mugler bodysuit that she had, the, the, the glittery one. Uh, the Mugler cool. one at the end. Oh yeah. my gosh, that was everything. Everything. You know, you know I thought of too a second ago was, mm-hmm. have you seen Swarm? <laughs> Why was I going to ask you about that? <laughs> yes. I was watching the whole, the whole ticket thing, you know, the whole tickets, yeah. Wait, that's so funny. I was watching that last night and then I was thinking about the interviews that I'm recording for today. And I was like, for some reason, for some reason, I was like, I want to ask a Paul about Swarm. That yeah. is so funny that you say that. No, I'm I kind of, I'm obsessed. I with it. love <laughs> it. Yeah, it's I love such it. like a hilarious kind of like crazy play on like you know fandoms. Yeah, which I'm a little un- annoyed that they chose like Beyonce is like you know you know like Swarm Beehive because I don't think Beehive is that crazy. No, but um, maybe the Swifties or maybe you know the Ariana-nators. Ugh, which I am, I, which I am one of them. But same, like, I can su- never say it. <laughs> that's such a horrible name. I'm like, girl, you're too singing for that. Yeah. Arianators, the gr- the grenade, the grenades, the grenades. I don't even know the grande grenades. It sounds like a sports team, like yeah, a shit Ariana college Naders. sports team. Rihanna Navy, that makes sense. Navy's hot, yeah. Yeah. Monsters Gaga, Kesha was animals. The animals, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Maybe we'll come back to it one day. The spice cabinets too for you know Mother I Spice herself. Spice cabinet? Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Period. She also calls them munches too. Munches, yeah, little munchkins. Yeah. yeah, I yeah, love. Yeah, I, yeah. I live for I Spice. She is. I'm living for that. Her success. I love her. Yeah. She's fun. She sounds like a girl that like we would bump into at, at one the of the clubs. Yeah, here. literally. Yeah. <laughs> and like she would just be there, just like. With the gays and the girls, you know, all, all, giving it, bitch. Exactly. Okay? Like, exactly. Like, Not giving a fuck. <laughs> and, like, you just, like, ha- exchange a few words with her and just be like, I like her. Yeah. I love those people like that. Her and Pink Panthers are the two types of girls I'm like, Ooh, yeah. I want to hang out with Pink Panthers, too. She she's like, She's fun. so much fun. Yes. She's fun. And she's for like, them, too. <laughs> That's the thing. She's pretty. Did you see that one video of her performing? I think it was at this gig that people were saying apparently she got paid, like, two fifty four. And she's up there with her purse over her shoulder, <laughs> lip syncing, and just like, and she's ah! holding the mic out to the crowd, and the track is still playing. And she's like, I'm like, exactly. exactly. She got paid already. They weren't paying you enough. Take what you can and leave. Right. I was to get a little check and go. Exactly. Yeah, 250 for Pink Panthers with a whole song that's like in the top 10. That's what I'm saying. It's fully about to be number one billboards everywhere. Yeah. How can you not? Did you see that billboard, by the way? I did not. <gasps> you know what I'm talking about? The, the one for Boys a Liar, yeah, I know, I know that's not Boys a Liar Part Two. They have the uh, they have this. Oh, it was it. it's in, it's in it's in Bushwick, right? 
Yes. I think I, I saw a picture of it. Gag. It that is so good. And it's on the corner of where the Popeyes and Dunkin' Donuts. I gotta go walk. Okay, I gotta walk over. Capital there. of Bushwick is. Yeah. That they need to keep that. <laughs> Please. They need to keep that and make that like the landmark capital of the capital Bushwick. of Bushwick. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep it there. Shit, even for Christmas, like decorate it, give Ice Spice and Pink Panthers a little like Christmas number. Just keep it around. Like the way they decorate like national monuments and shit like that around right, holidays and right. stuff like that. New York City Council. All right. Our Ice Spice and Pink Panthers, if you want to hang out with me and Bad Bussy. Please reach Please. out. <laughs> you never know. Let's go. I'm, I'm putting you in the universe. Let's hang out. Please. Hey, <laughs> if you need a show to come to also. That's right. Plenty of room on this couch too. Plenty. Right oh, that would be so hot. A lot of pretty people in one room at the same time. It truly would be. Right. Good vibes. This is, this is good vibes. Wouldn't it? Yeah. Truly. Mm. Speaking mm. of like not good vibes, how do you handle people that you don't like? Working nightlife. I knew I wanted to ask you that. No, that's a great conversation because, you know, realistically, as human beings, we're not meant to be liked or like everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've always learned about practicing grace, you know, not really. People have different reasons why they are who they are. So trying to understand that allows myself, you know, with certain social interactions, just to be gentle and understanding, Mm -hmm. you know, just be like, hi, how are you doing? And move on. You know, I stay in my pot of friends and kiki with those good vibes. But I don't know. I don't really waste my time trying to focus on negative energy because it just creates more of a problem. And I don't want to have to worry about that. It's like, if you're not feeling me, I'll kick it somewhere else. It's fine. Exactly. You you don't have to be friends with everybody. Genuinely. And that's the thing. I think maybe that's why I've been able to navigate the space a little bit more easier is, you know, it's hard trying to be friends with everyone because not everyone has the best interests or your best interests. Yep. And so it's just sometimes you have to be cordial. I mean, do you think celebrities are all friends with each other? No. no. <laughs> they know the difference between like, okay, this is like a work friend, and then yeah. these are my actual friends I came here with, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I've always ha- had that kind of mindset, you know, whether, you know, I mean, I'm not a celebrity, obviously, but, oops. But, you know, it's just practicing grace and being respectful. You know, it's still kind of a workplace yeah. for me. So just creating good relationships, even when they're like not, you know, the healthiest. Yeah. I like that way to think about it I'm the same way where it's just like mm, okay first of all like if you don't like whoever all right it's not necessarily your problem mm-hmm. you know I think Azalea Banks said it she was like any problem you have with me is not my problem, no problem. That's okay. your problem. <laughs> iconic yeah mother truly iconic moment but like that's the tea of it it's not even to be like cunty about it but it's just like oh okay mm-hmm. you don't like me or you don't like one of my friends okay I hope you resolve that if you feel the need to within yourself but like okay yeah anyways you have your friends you have the people that you know no, true. I mean, yeah, and, you know, I and my friends, you know, some of the new new girls, is we came into the the, the scene on kind of like you know the the, the coming back or the renaissance of it. Yeah. So things were a lot different before, you know, in the past before you mm-hmm. know COVID and stuff like that. And I think people were a little bit more, you know, meaner and being kind of cunty was you know the vibe. And yeah. I've heard about a lot of stories, like a lot of horror stories. But um, I've been very lucky, you know, with myself and a lot of my friends to you know have more good experiences than bad. You know, I haven't yeah. really been around a lot of people I don't like or don't like me. And if you don't like me, I mean, give it. But, you know, I, exactly. I wouldn't know. But, um, you know, I've been very lucky to have a lot of positive relationships that have, you know, benefited and been, gone into my personal life. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I haven't really had too many bad experiences. That's good. But also, it's also hard when you're in the club and people are, you know, drunk and fucked up. And that's why it's important, mm-hmm. you know, if, we, if you do have an interest in being friends, you know, hanging out outside the club is super important. Yeah. Because, you know, you never know how that, that could go in the long run. But um, I try to give people that understanding of like, okay, you know, maybe they're a little fucked up and they're feeling themselves and then maybe they did a little, little, little bump or something and, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't know how, you know, detail I should go on the show. But, you know, right. it's just trying to understand that, give them some grace and be like, all right, I'll see you a different time. Yeah, because sometimes these environments too are so overstimulating where like somebody will agree and you're just like, hey, or at least it's happened to me where I've been like so frazzled and I'll try my best to be like present with that person. It's never anything against the person. I'm literally just like, trying mm-hmm. to bring myself down and ground myself and not disassociate into the oblivion. And most times I'll catch up with that person later and be like, Hey girl, sorry. I didn't get a chance to like actually catch up with you. Sorry. We mm-hmm. just walked in. Da, 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 I needed a Red Bull. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. How yeah, are you? Right. Like being nice to people is mm-hmm. what you want in these spaces, which I like that you're in charge of curating these spaces now. Yeah. You yeah, know, because yeah. that's what you want in 
a party. That's what you want in our community. That's what you want in mm -hmm. environments. Not just about like going and being pretty and like having the country's outfit. It's like, no, it's like this, like what you said, and we've talked about a lot during our talk. It's like, it really is all about community in a way. So it's mm -hmm. like for people that are in charge of these things, it's really up to them to make and establish that environment. Yeah. You know, like yeah. Julie did amazing that for instance like with her stand-up nyc event like mm -hmm. it there was not like a single drop of like toxicity or weird clickiness in the air and that's because it was all that event was made out of love and out of good intention and yeah yeah it just genuine out of love you know so <clears throat> you know yeah um and also too i realized as well you know in my, my day job too i work in mental health so that Do is really yeah that's been such an incredible benefit since moving here and, so cool. and um yeah now I'm getting you know nightlife because it can be kind of hard on you mentally when you're trying you know it's a lot of social interaction yes and I'm an extroverted introvert you know or an ambivert I'm the which same is like the, way the right word which I I can have a moment be, you know be by myself for a little bit and you know be alone but I can also thrive off being around people for a long time yeah so um you know I've been very lucky with that you know been, been understanding you know, how to work with people and and understand where they're coming from or mm -hmm. how to navigate certain toxic conversations and and be honest about well not really interested in you know doing this so right i kind of want to go <laughs> so like mm -hmm. just being honest no you know? exactly it's like it's nothing against anyone it's like i need to recharge like yeah or you know everybody has their own social meter and social timer like we have that one friend that wants to irish exit every night Go ahead, girl. That's probably I'm, you. I'm guilty. <laughs> don't don't hang on. I'm, it's hard. Oh no, it's I so love hard. it. It's so hard. I mean, sometimes <laughs> you don't have time to say goodbye to everybody. As long as you text everybody and keep your find your friends on. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow, sister. No, it really is hard. And ice texting has really saved my life a lot of the times because if if I told everyone goodbye, I would not end up making out the door. I'd That's exactly what happened. Like I love my girls. I got you, but I gotta go. <laughs> yep, that is exactly what's happened to me. I used to be the Irish exit girl, and now I'm like, I'm gonna say bye to everybody. But it's yeah, now like, I'm doing better. Now I'm doing better. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna say bye this time. But it's so hard because then it, that adds at least half an hour extra mm -hmm. onto leaving because then you run into somebody you didn't see, and then you have the whole conversation, and or at least that's what happened in my experience. I'm terrible that I need to like get better. No, but I, my fear is that I don't like to like kill the vibe because I just notice whenever I like leave sometimes or like it just takes one person to like start the domino effect and it's yes. like all right time to go. <laughs> it's like oh my gosh, and it's like you'll be in the middle of everything, like living it. Someone's like gone. Like, yes. Like, well, I guess it's time to go. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's the worst question to have to ask when it's like maybe like two thirty, two two thirty, like peak nighttime. I feel, mm -hmm. and. You see your friend like exit from the floor and you're like, maybe they're grabbing a drink and they're like, you're like <laughs> outside to smoke and they're like, no, I'm going to go and, like home. But 2.30 is early, girl. Who going home at 2.30? You? Not me. <laughs> Not me. Especially this that era P, that, that I'm in. P. Right. Especially this era that I'm in. Bad oh, pussy era. Oh my gosh. I'm in mine too, girl. My, my bad bussy era. It's uh, <laughs> wow, your bad bussy era. That brings so in much my joy to my ears. <laughs> like, let's stay here till the lights come on. Like, most times I go to Rosemont, I'm there till four, four thirty. Oh, that's Why a key. Not? Rosemont's a key, bitch. Rosemont is so fun. Like, yes, TikTok has like kind of filtered their way through it, but like, girl, I don't fucking care. Really, TikTok's the, 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 really. I feel like that's the place that I first heard about. Oh, wow. TikTok kind of touching in a way. Like it was just like these straight white girls just being like, if you need a fun place in Brooklyn to go to, the, the Rosemont Rose is this fun gay club, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh no. So like a few times on Friday nights post pandemic, the crowds there would be looking a little hetero, which is fine because we do love everybody and we mm -hmm. welcome everybody. All we ask is just to be mindful. That's the topic we need to start having as well as like, you know, it's like we can be inclusive 100%. But in a way, and it might sound crazy, but hear me out, but there's sometimes where, like, so much, you know, inclusivity is kind of, like, ruined the, the, the sacredness of certain spaces. Mm. And, like, you have, you know, those drunk straights that might come in and, and it kills a vibe and you're at, you know, basement or something. You're at these, you know, queer, mm. like, parties that are meant to be liberated and sexually liberated. And it's, like, you have that one, you know, girl in her little, you know, little Mimi bag and, you know, little pants and boots to sit right. in the corner while men are, you know, doing X, Y, Z. And I don't know. It's like, join the fun. Girl. Yeah. I mean, honey, baby, if you're a safe person, give it, go on the corner and give it. I want to see everyone. do. That's what I'm it. saying. Your outfit is serving, but I need to see you bring <laughs> it. like bring you, bring your energy, be a human. Be yes yeah. to your boy. No, you know, I mean, yeah, it's just, everyone's always welcome. It just, yes. I think at a point right now with 
a lot of the queer spaces, you know, with it being a renaissance of, of clubbing and gay clubbing, mm-hmm. you know, some of the sacredness has been, has been kind of taken advantage of. So not being, being exclusive, but, you know, in a way, this has been taken advantage of. So just bringing back, yeah. you know, the importance of why these spaces exist. Because realistically, you know, there aren't a lot of queer spaces in New York City or really in a lot of, of America. Yeah. I know New York City has a lot of, a lot of spaces, but some have closed, a lot, a lot of closed, actually. And so it's our, kind of our oh, job right. to make sure these spaces stay open because where are we going to go? I know there's been some arguments of people exactly. saying, oh, you know, well, you know, straight clubs, you know, more gays are going to straight clubs. I don't know who is doing that. But I will say from my experience mm. when I have gone, it is a completely different experience than going to a gay place, yeah. a gay club with your people that are like you. Like, it's, it's important. Yeah, so, I'm not going to a straight club. No. And it's like also like, you know straight bouncers are sometimes aggressive or don't know how to handle queer people and that's another discussion as well and it's just a mm-hmm. d- different kinds of understanding and we'll so talk about it yeah talk about the bouncers and yeah <sighs> that's a, a discussion because some straight bouncers don't know how to handle queer people they're very handsy and they might say some things and they don't know how to deal with you know some of the looks because i've had friends not getting to, to straight clubs wearing crop tops that's yeah, so, so it's like that's the saying. It's like the, these spaces are important. Yeah, like everyone's always welcome. Like I said, but if I have my friends being denied at a straight club for wearing a crop top, <laughs> babe, we have a long way to go. Exactly. So you know, if you're gonna come in the space, just be aware, be respectful, understand. You know what you're stepping into. You know, read the flyer. Um, which you know, girls don't read flyers nowadays. <laughs> what time is it at, baby? Read the, the flyer, flyer. Girl, read the flyer. I hate that. Who's DJing tonight? The, the flyer. flyer. <laughs> Anything. What's the weather tomorrow? The flyer. Yeah. Everything is there. What's the, baby. Vibe? the flyer girl. Like, where's the where's it at? I've had people fully want to put the flyer on there and be like, where's it at? And it's like 5219 Flushing Avenue. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's like that's when I know, like, our own generation has failed us. I'm like, girl, y'all didn't, like, read a magazine or a newspaper once in your life? Not like, reading. No. Like, no, anything. please read flyers. Please read flyers. <laughs> like, and these flyers are really sickening. And a lot expensive. of expensive. Graphic designers are not cheap. It's, like, $75. I've heard from when I've done projects. 75 minimum for a poster. And you got to think about, you know, the visuals on the screens. You got to think about all the other artistic elements of the party that yeah. you have to get made. It's expensive. So when you don't read the flyer, I'm like, damn, girl. That shit gets me so Uh Yes. Mad. Just the what time is it, hun? 10 too late. Yeah. It's on there. Where is it at? This shit is geotag, baby. Right, geotag. So, right, 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 like, right, right. It, there's so many different ways to find your answer doll, and it's all right there. Yeah. Granted, I mean, like, we're happy to answer, but fuck. Mm-hmm. The flyer. That's the answer. Flyers, lists, all that stuff, y'all. Well, that's another discussion. Lists. Let's <sighs> talk about it. See, I'm like, I just started like my hosting journey, but like, yeah, lists are definitely interesting. My thing is, is like yeah. when I let everybody know who's coming, let me know as soon as possible because it's not for my convenience. It's for the bouncer's convenience. It's for who's putting, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who's actually putting the list started? No, yeah, yes. exactly. It's a lot of different, it's a domino effect. It's a lot of dif- different people you have to pass through. It's not just you, hon, but mm-hmm. yeah. your experience. <sighs> well, I, I always want to have a door open for the, the POCs and a lot of the spaces that I work. You know, yeah. like I said, working horse meat, you know, it's definitely, you know, a very diverse party and, and they're trying to get even more diverse. And so, you know, I don't ever want to hold the list off from people, but also, like, tickets are expensive and lists are also very, you know, it's like you get 10 people, tickets are $100. It's $1,000 in sales that they're losing, that they're giving to me so that my guests are enjoying the party. Yeah. So it's like, well, you don't show up or, like, you only ever talk to me whenever the party's happening. Or it's like, you go to the party, you don't buy a drink. It's like, I need you in some way to help me help you. Yes. <laughs> because it's like, tickets are expensive. And I, like I said, I hate no-shows. Like, don't be a no-show. Like, if you're not coming, just say it. Just say it. Because especially with these big parties, it's like it's expensive and you have all these hosts, like $1,000 plus what? None other host. Right. You do the math. So, yeah, I don't know. And also, lists, you know, it's a lot of pressure, too, sometimes because you have the list and it fills up and people are like, can I get on it? Can I get on it? Can I get on it? And you have to be like, sorry, babe, the list is closed. Yeah. And it's like, I feel so bad doing that because it's like I always want people to go. But like, you know. It's one of those things where it's like if it were up to me, everybody, everybody would be here. But it's like 
it's not yeah. like yeah. there has to be rules set in place dear mm-hmm. sorry next time or just buy a ticket yeah that's why i'm like i have my list set yeah. up and i have a whole group chat i'm like okay adam this person this person hey guys you guys are confirmed for saturday I see. yeah just letting you know if you're not gonna come let me know exactly for list i feel it's like your close circle yes. at least that's how i handle like when i have like five list spots it's like oh like my besties group chat that's them mm-hmm. down and then it might be anyone else that like I'm yeah. close with that I know outside that might be outside of that group chat or whatnot. Or it's like I feel like that's like yeah, this is like it's a very intimate thing. Yeah, in it's a way, very but intimate. not to be like not to make it such a big deal and like you know to hyperbolize mm. it. But it's like because I know those people show up. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. That is a big deal. Your, your close circle, and you know I don't mind having club friends you know on the list, but it's just right. like when you only ever want me for the list or when I have an event, you never contribute to the event. Um, yeah, yeah can I kind of can bother you a little bit. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> you know, because I, I get it going, going out for free is fun sometimes. But like, bitch, if you're always doing it, girl, you're going to buy a drink, you know. Like what I do also is if I get like a drink ticket, right. I, I tip the bartender. You know, I, I at least help them out in some yes. way. It's like, it's a, a privilege. Going out is a privilege sometimes. And it sounds yes. hilarious to say that, but it really is. And it's such like so many aspects of going out, you know, with, you know, like, paying your staff and stuff like that. Yeah. So like trying to contribute to the party in some way, like keeps the party going, keeps you having yeah. those nights out. It's just like to go and feel like almost like, okay, it's like I should be here, which like, yes, everybody should be here, but it's like, goddamn, like contribute something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, just like basic, like home training Yeah, in a way like, okay, you're, you're covering my you know spot. Thank you. Can I get you a drink when mm-hmm. I get there? Like yeah. little things like that. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah you, I like just tip, tip your servers, tip your queens, tip your go-go boys, tip your bar staff. Just yeah, like tip. Something. If you're getting like a free drink or something, just tip. If you're for a free ticket, tip tip somebody. Me. Just it keeps the party going. We're trying to have a good time all the time. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, I just want basic common courtesy. That's what it is. Yeah, because it's like, girl, come on now. You know, be a lady. Be a, be lady. a fucking <laughs> be a fucking lady. Like if like I'll grab a Red Bull, like a sugar-free Red Bull, every single sugar-free, time. Sugar-free, that's the way to go, bitch. Sugar-free. Sugar-free Red Bull. No, who who drinks regular Red Bull still? Only in emergencies. Emergencies, yeah. Only in emergencies. Like when I was at basement, my friend got me one and I noticed it wasn't sugar-free. And I was like, I'm not gonna be a diva about it. I'll take it. Thank you. But that's the way to go. But even that, like, drink ticket, here's a tip. Like, Mm -hmm. courtesy. These people aren't here just because they want to and it's their hobby. It's stressful. What the drunk bitches, the some of the straight men sometimes or some of the, the white gays that might be the hey, like, yeah. demon twinks demon twinks yes oh i i've seen it i've like been i've been sitting at the bar sometimes i see how like crazy people can get the bar and you have so many orders and like like i said mental health is important and getting yelled at so much is exhausting yeah and like i could never and like i don't sound like i'm miss perfect but like i could never see myself yelling at anyone first of all let alone mm-hmm. somebody that's doing something for me mm-hmm. people are entitled that's so whack yeah. and that ages people miserably like mm-hmm. that is so whack and ugly yeah especially when it's like baby like it's a gay club we don't have many of these also if, like if you're a, a, a drunk straight girl it's like you yelling at a gay bartender it's like girl come on now you're gonna get your vodka crayon heather heather <laughs> just give him five minutes like do you see he's fucking running around he's yes. not trying to meet his w- miles for the day mm. behind the bar sweetie mm-hmm. it's because he's servicing other people yeah apple pay you got yeah, venmo all, all the like these transactions and it's like receipts tips get right this and then and the, the pen yeah. you know you gotta keep up with that and it's like and you got orders three thousand of them it's like yeah it's a lot it's crazy. At Julie's saying, I was looking at all the bar staff at $3 Bill. Shout out to $3 Bill bar staff. And I was like, they're Olympians. Like, mm-hmm. this shit is crazy. Yeah. And people are like, oh, this is, this is uh, too much vodka. Or, like, it's not, not enough this and that. It's like, ah! Oh, you know, like, and you have 20 other people that want the different drinks. Or, like, you know, um, a Manhattan. Or, you know, uh, a, 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 just think of something, mm-hmm. any drink, you know. Um, it's just a lot. So, bar staff. Thank you. You're yeah. incredible. You make the place go, you know, round. The world go round. I don't know. Whatever, no, whatever, genuinely. Whatever, sound, you know, whatever I'm saying that is. It does. But, um, and um, I don't know why this randomly came to my mind, but I'll ask you it. How do you feel about dark rooms? Because we talked about basement. <laughs> we talked about such and such. Well, I'm, I'm a person, you know, I love sexual liberation. Yay, I love a good dark room. I'm just going to put it out there. Dark rooms are the shit. But like, you know, like, 
My yeah, God. I just fun sometimes to get your just, you know, you go in a little dark room, you know, pop your puss, you know, uh, it's like a little so fun, bangy, exactly. you know. Um, but there is some dark room etiquette that should be talked about though, because baby, if you sit in the corner, like you know, a, a bird bird watching, you know, it makes it uncomfortable. That's or like, so weird. Yeah, and it's like I always do the whole like eye contact thing, you know, like the simple cruising way of, mm-hmm. of, of doing dark rooms because I just don't just go up and grab someone's dick. I'm just like, because like it's because exactly. that really is like a big deal. But and it's exactly. just like if, I don't really know. I'd rather not be rejected by you know, grabbing someone and them getting upset at me. I, I don't want to deal with that in a dark room. Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But just being like eye contact. You say hey, what's your, I say hi. What's your name? And um, you yes. know, may, I do. May I? You know. You know, suck your dick. There's ways to it. I know what you mean. Like for me, like I never, like I don't want to be like, okay, just because we're in a dark room means free for all. No, like mm-hmm. maybe just straight up, I'm not somebody's type, which like sad for them, but nonetheless, it's like you still ask and you make sure you make sure people are fucking comfortable because yeah. you wouldn't want the same thing done to you. Because Absolutely. we've probably, unfortunately, have had weird shit done to us in Gloucester. You know, especially go with dancing. People will touch you. With, talk about not that, like they'll, they'll smack your ass. I've had straight women smack my ass when I'm like, like stop doing that. <laughs> it actually makes me angry talking about it because I'm like, just trying to shake my ass and be cute and stuff. And um, there's some men who like hit my ass. I'm like, did you even, girl? Give, at least give me twenty dollars. <laughs> exactly. Like You're putting a dollar in my thong, hun. Oh right, for a dollar, yeah. Sometimes they'll tip me a dollar. It's like for a dollar. And what blows my <laughs> what blows my mind too is it's like when you have you know some women that come to gay clubs and like kind of you know touch you. It's like, would you want a man coming in doing the same thing to you at, at a straight club? And it, it just blows my mind, like the kind of like hypocrisy. Yeah. So you know that's another thing about you know the spaces and respecting the spaces is that I'm like, why are you touching me? Why are you hitting me? Like it's like my ass. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just a little cringy and not needed and quite uncomfortable yeah it's like when you're dancing with your friends the one guy comes behind and like starts grabbing you and oh it's like oh God. no I wasn't, like this wasn't an invitation <laughs> i was just backing it up because i'm backing it up like this is not an invitation that happens for you. this has happened to you i'm sure uh, yeah I absolutely it's like, don't blame them, but, like it's so awkward and then you have to do like the little thing where like your friend grabs you and you twirl right, out, of you out of there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that shit is so Ooh. awkward. I'm like, how did this turn into Dancing with the Stars? I'm like fucking doing like sambaing out of this guy's pelvis, like fucking moment. But yeah, I love watching these videos of celebrities having being grinded on. Have you seen the one with Thames? Where yes. she's like, you know, he tries to pick her up. She's like. <laughs> like <laughs> I love Thames so He's much. So she funny. just has her little glasses on. She's just like, just Isn't pretty. It, have you seen that, that uh, Twitter photo? It's like. Tams and all photos, and it's like Nala from The Lion King. It's so funny. I <laughs> just like love her, and it's it, no lie was told, honey. No lie yeah, was told. No. That's exactly the energy, though. It's just like, um, sir, nice person, I guess, but like we didn't need to do all of that. Like a few weeks ago at um, yeah, what was it vocal moment? A few weeks ago at the Rosemont, I was like talking to this one guy. Like I just said hi to him, like at that mm-hmm. like little second bar they have further in like where the floor is mm. and I'm over on the couches dancing and he just like beelines his way through the club and like grabs me and is trying to dance with me and I'm like whoa hold on now like to like chase me down through that like Hun, that doesn't make me attracted no. to you like it's that so was a little weird asking. when you ask me go, yeah, you can get it yes like, when he comes up he's like what's your name you know like, uh-huh. like you mind if I and I'm like yeah <laughs> go ahead go ahead baby you see, if you ask, bitch, you can get what you want sometimes. That's that's what I'm saying. You, you gotta ask sometimes. Exactly. Like, it's a dance physically and, like, verbally. That makes it high. Like, conversations are so high. Too. The dances of the words, you know, that's what there's so much fun in having conversations. Uh, and like, that was so poetic. That. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're having flashbacks. You're like, hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. my thing. Like, have a little chat. I'm like, should we? Should we just. Let's go. (laughs) Good time. There's this one. Simple communication. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And then most, most likely, like I'll probably like give you my number, give you my Instagram. Like I'd want to continue talking to you. Be like, okay, like that person is really cool. He knows how to dance. He's hot, and you know he practices consent. (gasps) Crazy concept. Sexy. Mm -hmm. Very sexy. Mm -hmm. But we have to hang out soon. Yeah. We have to party. I'm down. Let's give it. Let's give it. You, You like? I'm down. Even if that means I gotta pay a ticket to come see you, I'm down. Let's go. I'm down. I won't be we'll the girl on the list asking the day of. Oh, the worst. I'm like, I always purposely put the flyer weeks in advance to like see who's going to ask. And then I do a double check. 
because I'm like, if you ask to be my list just to see who asked before, there's some people who ask like, well, literally the day of, and I'm like, well, girl, I already sent it in yesterday. I'm a girl that does my stuff on time, so I'll send my shit in days in advance. Exactly. Are there any spots open left? I don't know. I already sent it, sent it in. I already sent it in, babe. Sorry, babe. Sorry. Check the link, though. But there's also some times, too, where it's like, I do get on lists a lot. There's some times where I don't mind buying a ticket. I guess if it's my friend's party, I'll buy the ticket. Same. I'll, I'll buy a drink or something. I'll contribute in some way financially to the party. You know, it's, exactly. a, it's, a, it's a privilege sometimes. And you have a lot of friends that have these events. And as someone that has, you know, created events and produced them, it is a lot of pressure on yourself to make sure it's successful. Mm-hmm. Because you have budgets you have to meet. You have your staff you have to pay. You have to make sure you know, things are going well. You have to make sure the music, the music is good. If attendance is high throughout the entire night, you know. It's so many like, well, I think it's funny, but like so many like logistics and factors. Yeah, completely. Part of creating parties, you know, because it's it's an experience and it's a production, and you know, it's a lot of parts that come, you know, into this stuff that people don't realize. So mm-hmm. while it's a free ticket or a free drink, you know, in some way, help me out, help me help you. Speaking yeah, happiness. Exactly, because that free spot or free drink probably costed somebody much more than just free. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But we have to hang soon. I appreciate you for finally coming on. Yes. Yeah. I definitely want you back and like maybe like a cute panel of like all the New York go-go dancers. That would be really hot. That'd be great. Yeah, let's do it. Because I would love to talk about that world and such like that. Yeah, I, I've seen so many else. people I'd love to have tell you about, you know. Please. So let's do it. Please, if you have anyone that you think would be a perfect fit, let's do it. I got you. And then that means I get to see you again too, so. Well, and you see me when we go out together. So. Yes, yes, exactly. Where can people <laughs> find you? Like when it comes to events, online, all that. So yeah, you can find me at at just like that's Apollo. the camera, baby. Yeah, that's my camera. Uh huh. I'm not gonna. <laughs> no, I would never let you. You can find me at just like Apollo. J U S T L I K E A P O L L O on Instagram. Typically, I post mostly information on my stories and stuff like that for you to see. Um, same ad on Twitter as well, but I'm more funnier on Twitter. So, um, yeah, Twitter's that's where you can find me for now. Yeah. Uh, and where at you host? Oh yeah. Well, um, I host a lot of places, but I mean, exactly. um, host at Hush, Q Club, Horsey Disco, um, host a lady fag as well, Spilled Milk. Um, you can find all those events on my page and the dates for those upcoming as well. So yeah. Perfect. Thank awesome. you for coming. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for coming. Everybody. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see all y'all right. next see ya. week. Bye.